Hello everybody. I am currently currently at home soaking in the tub. It's been a very long day. And this evening I wanted to talk about a topic that's uh it's kind of sensitive. It's kind of a sensitive topic because some people have dealt with this before. Some people have experienced this before. It's, it really just depends on who you are. So, as I go through this, I'll probably be sharing my own experiences, so on and so forth. But I'll do it only so people can understand the concept of what's being talked about here. So the subject is suicide. Yeah, that subject, right? I think when people think about suicide, they kind of, they kind of, kind of turn away. You know, they kind of, I don't know, they kind of shriek away from it. Other people, they kind of get triggered because they've experienced, like they've either experienced the loss of someone through suicide or they've attempted suicide themselves. I personally have attempted suicide uh, suicide three times in my life. Three honest times in my life. Other times was just me feeling like I wanted to. So that would actually make that another... That would make that a six times of me feeling like I wanted to. I think... As a generation, because, you know, I'm a millennial... We're so, we're very disconnected. You know, how is it that our country as a whole has such a high suicide rate when we have, we have so many different resources, so many things to do, opportunities, so on and so forth. So many opportunities to, to, to shine, to do things, so on and so forth. So how is it that we have such a high number of suicides? I'm not going to go into the numbers just yet. But our country has a very, you'd be surprised, has a very alarming amount of suicides per year. Okay. Versus, you know, a country that, you know, versus a country that's, you know, developing, underdeveloped, we, yeah, we, we kind of just, I don't know, we have such a disconnect, it's crazy. I think, for the most part, that, you know, we, um, we kind of turn a blind eye to it because we're very preoccupied. You know, even someone who's depressed, you know, we really don't, we don't know how to talk to that person. We don't, we just don't know. You know, I'll give you an example, right? You know, I've been depressed before. I think everybody has. But I think the problem is, is just knowing it, I think the problem that I have 
It's just knowing how to reach out, knowing how to say I need help and not feel like I'm weak or not feel like, you know, I'm like a spaz or something, you know, because that's what a lot of people look at you like, like you're weak. You're just trying to get attention, so on and so forth. When all actuality, you're actually hurting. You feel hurt. You have no, oftentimes you have no explanation for it. Sometimes you do have an explanation. Some would say where I am in life right now, I really shouldn't, I shouldn't feel any kind of depression, but you know, I do. I do more, I do more than most, most would think. My generation alone, I think we have a problem because we're so disconnected. We're so disconnected. We're very preoccupied with things going on around us that we are we don't really care. We don't maintain friendships well. We don't maintain relationships well. We barely check on each other in times of need, even though we're very adamant to, you know, check in on someone when they're doing good. You know, so that's I guess that's something. But not really cuz you know, well, you know, someone's doing good why would you all of a sudden pay them any mind you really should be paying them some mind when things are bad you should be you should be a good friend and be there but you know some people don't know how to do that some people don't know how to be there for themselves i think that comes with how a lot of us were raised and it kind of comes back to the topic at hand. You know, you're raised that way. And at some point as an adult, you realize that there's no happy ending for you in real life. You know, maybe in the movies where you take care of someone, everyone else, any and everyone, you know, you get reward through karma. But truth be told, you really, you basically just spend all of your time giving away all of your resources, giving away all of your time, giving away all of your love to people who don't deserve it, to people who would never do this close to the same for you. I know because I've been guilty of doing this. I've been kind of guilty of just being there for people that in all actuality would never be there for me like that. But I also don't know how to, I also also really and truly don't know how to stop. Well, I take that back. You set, you kind of set boundaries. You set up boundaries and then you kind of hold to them. But even that's hard. You know, picture you spend most of your life being there for people. And then you have to do this whole thing of setting up boundaries and you feel guilty. See, I know through this whole being there for people that there's, you know, part of the reason why I even felt the need to want, why I even felt like suicide was the answer because numerous times I've looked, I've kind of looked ahead and I realized there's no happy ending to this. But at the same time, I could never see the other roads, the other avenues. So it just seemed like the thing to do. How does one even talk about suicide? How do you 
reach out and say, you know, I felt this before. I've, you know, right now I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. How do you reach out and tell someone when there's such a stigma against mental health? You know, you talk anything about mental health, everybody assumes you're crazy. If you say that, you know, I feel like this, this, and this, people assume that you're faking because you can identify it. And the stigma is like, oh, well, if you really feel that way, you wouldn't tell anybody. Which, to a degree, yeah. But that's because people that's because people don't want to tell anybody. They just kind of go through life. They move through emotions till they're at that point. And once they're at that point, there's really very rare to people get to that point of catching someone at that moment. I um I read something I read somewhere where you know a lot of people would drive with you know take trips to the go the Golden Gate Bridge so they can jump. And you know, it's um, it's it's the yeah, it's pretty disheartening when you think about the fact that people put put they pay money to travel from wherever they were, and yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's crazy that people pay money to more or less die. Why is that okay? You know, why why is that okay? And if you want to know if you you kind of want to know who has the highest suicide rate as far as the states is concerned. Um males account for the majority of suicides in the country. Males Um out of out of that number though, you know, cuz in you know, in two decades our our suicide rate, the US suicide rate anyway, you you know, it climbed 30 something percent in like the last two decades. You know, 30, 35%, I believe, in the last two decades. And I'm thinking to myself, is is no one alarmed by this? Why is no one no why is no one alarmed by this? I'll tell you why. Because our generation is caught up with bills. Caught up with living. But not like not even living. Just doing just doing what the template says. Go to work, pay your bills, maybe raise your kids, and that's it. It doesn't say anything about being a friend. It doesn't say anything about caring about others. But if you want to get rel- if you want to get religious about it, okay. You know, here's some here's some I mean, if you want to talk get all religious about it, so, you know, religion more or less pushes for you to embrace everyone for the most part. Embrace everyone. But it's it's complicated. So here's some figures for you, all right? 
So we're in the year 2020. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. You know, on average, 132 Americans die by suicide each day. 1.4 million Americans attempted suicide. Ninety percent of people that do die by suicide had had a had a mental health issue that could have easily been diagnosed at the time of their death. Oh, here's a good one. Men die by suicide three and at almost three and a half times more often than women. You know. Women were one and a half times more likely to to attempt it. Um, da 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 da. Forty eight thousand Americans have died by suicide. You know, it's the second leading cause for. It's second leading cause of deaths. For the ages between 10 years old and 34 years old. 10 years old and 34 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have kids, that means that your kids is in that statistic at this point. Some of you have kids that kind of go within that statistic and some of you are within that statistic yourself. It's the fourth leading cause of death for ages 35 to 54. Okay, again, parents. Now we're talking parents for sure. Fourth leading cause. You know, in 2017, the suicide rate was was one and a half times higher for veterans than non-veteran adults over the age of 18. And I'll talk about that in another time. Over 950,000 years of potential life were lost to suicide before the age of 65. And firearms accounted for slightly more than half of all suicide deaths. Hmm. You know, those num- I feel like those numbers should be concerning, but you know, I feel like after saying so, people are just going to just kind of blood people are going to kind of brush it off. People who haven't been affected by suicide are more or less just going to brush it off. Until it affects them. That's really how we... That's generally how we deal with things anyway. And for the life of me... I don't I don't get it. I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't explain. Here's what I could tell you though. The first time I thought about suicide... I was about seven years old. The first time I attempted, I was about nine. The second time, 
the I mean, and then I thought, and then to be truthful, I had thought about it at least every other day till about the age of thirteen when I attempted again. And then I might have thought about it maybe every other month after the age of 13 till the age of 16 when I attempted again. I can say that during those times, I really, I had different things going on at and during those points of my life. Seven years old, my parents split and it was a very, um, very outrageous way to split and a lot of things were going on just during that one night 13 at the age of 13 you know I was going through a lot I guess and it just seemed like a good idea at the time 16 there was a lot going on and I definitely couldn't talk to anybody about it. And again, it seemed like a good idea at the time. It was one of those things. All three times is one of those is those times where the after didn't matter. It, the after was like irrelevant to me. In my reality, it, it was irrelevant to me. I wasn't all three times. I wasn't all that religious, so. Life after death didn't mean me didn't mean much to me. What people might have felt didn't mean much to me because at the time, I was very convinced no one cared. Very convinced that nobody would have cared. Between getting beat up at school and chased home from school, between. That and then going home and being psychologically and emotionally abused every other day. Yeah, let's just be honest. It is what it is, right? I can honestly say even recently I've thought about it. Yeah. No attempt, but I have thought about it. I have thought heavily about it. I thought, you know, I wouldn't be so much of a burden on people, you know, with me asking about them and checking on them and this, that, and the other, and then being left on red most of the time, or becoming an annoyance most of the time, being ignored most of the time, being ghosted most of the time. It's one of those things that it just kind of adds up. It shouldn't be that easy, but the way our society is, it is. It's logical almost. Why live in a society where it makes you feel alone without even trying? You know, everyone gets the everyone goes through depression. If you and if they if someone tells you that they haven't, then they're lying to you. But I want you. I challenge you to check on your check on the ones that seem like they're okay all the time, 
and even check on the ones that go that that seem like they're not okay all the time. Cause you want to know what that is? That's called being human, and I think that's something that a lot of us are out of touch with.